0: Hi everyone, I'm Stefan Koritar and welcome to the Tech Talk podcast. This is the show where you can discover insights and valuable information about how entrepreneurs build their startup in the tech industry and the way the technology world works. A collection of open talks about technology and creativity people, experiences, and life around tech business ecosystems. Everything with the main goal to help you get inspired, get started, dream big, and build amazing businesses. My guest today is Svetoslav Vizitiv. Svet has more than 14 years of experience within the technology industry, with a focus on UX, UI design and programming. Currently concerned about innovating healthcare and tackling the major issues of this environment by producing meaningful interaction between the ecosystem stakeholders. He is the co-founder of Wello, an artificial intelligence platform in nutrition for overweight kids who can change the way families understand and relate to their health. In 2019, he became a member of the Center of European Policy Studies as a food tech expert. Svat is also the winner of EIT Health Starship, where he proposed a digital solution in the sports medicine field that help the medical team to get a visual overview of their athletes' health status and create personalized prevention programs. Enjoy the talk and remember to subscribe to the podcast. Hello, Svet, and uh, thank you for taking the time for have a, having a quick tech talk conversation.
1: Hi, good morning. Good morning. <laughs>
0: Svet, um, what was the most interesting thing that happened to you recently and you are extremely grateful for it?
1: Um, let me think about this one. I think uh, the most interesting that we started the Wellow, and Wello it's our startup and uh, it's most interesting because uh, from my personal problems, issues about the health, uh, uh, I lose it the way so on blah blah and after we started this uh, application about uh, and startup and I think the small easy thing until now is this one and then last two years
0: okay okay so um, I think um, even looking into your into your uh, profile and what you've been doing lately in our conversations um, I think you've been really active uh, within that entire space of building up of Wello. But before going and discussing about Wello, um, I just want to ask you, um, because we know ourselves from, from you know, our local ecosystem, where does your passion from, for entrepreneurship come from? Because this is something that we can see a very, um, let's say, uh, historically along the line that you've been passionate about and doing.
1: Yes, uh, it started, uh, I think, in an university. I uh, I'm not local. I'm not from Romania, and when uh, I uh, the idea is that I couldn't I couldn't be employed because I didn't have any documents from Romania. And that's why I started freelancing. And from freelancing, I started to build some my mobile applications. And from this mobile application, I started to make money. And <laughs> <laughs> everything started from the first year of university. And uh, I just, just remember when I go, I just have some money in my pocket. And I go to the profit uh and i have money only for the, back to the home and i think something for we eat uh I, I just take the bread i just the potatoes i take uh, i don't know something just exactly what i need and when i come near the uh sweets i just make <laughs> go forward and I, I need to say okay i need to change this one then i started to work and to find the job to how to make the money <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess uh, you know from freelancing, it's kind of uh, just a um, a quick yeah, yeah, a quick transitional and a quick step to building your own you know business. Yeah, um, exactly.
1: And when, we were in university, we started above freelancing, and after I started to find my some friends, what I did application, let's make health and health and so on, and after I started with employers and so on. It, it was interesting.
0: <laughs> were you were you interested and in, um, passionate about uh, the entire health topic really at, uh, from the beginning of your freelancing?
1: No, no, no. I was p- passionate from uh, about the design and about development because I did the technical university here in Romania. After I did the PhD, the same. And uh, I didn't was uh, passion about health about anything because, uh, like I said, I uh, the passion for the health it started like three years ago, when I was very fat and uh, I needed to lose the weight and I found a way how to lose with the technology of the weight. It's like to track the calories, track the uh, my steps and so on. And I think it's more easy was for me. Okay. But only three years ago, not more, not more early.
0: So was that, was that the underlying uh, foundation for Wello? What exactly did you do that you went on a uh, losing weight diet or exercises and practices? What did you start to do it and how, how well was built?
1: Yeah, uh, the idea is that I had like over 100 kilograms uh, and when I go to the doctor, he said I have some issues, uh, and he said you need you need to let them lose the weight. I lose like sixteen kilograms until today, and uh, and after I just lose sixty kilograms until I think in three three months, and me and my partners have both families, and we started to worry about them because the statistics said uh, if one Parent is overweight or obese, then your kids maybe will be the same, like between 30 and 40 percent will be overweight or obese. If you have two, uh, then it's between 60 uh, to 18 percent will be the issues. And we started to research what is important. And just imagine right now. One of three children between the ages 6 to 18 is overweight or obese. And this number will be doubled just in 10 years. And this is global one from... It's global. Yes, it's global. Oh, it's that's global huge. Statistic. That's one
0: third of, of kids.
1: Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, uh, and for example, Romania is the second place in Europe about overweight of kids. Second place? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was expecting something more Western... Uh, you know, no. countries to have. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah to... everyone is everyone is expecting that UK it's, uh have many issues. Yeah, the same. The same. They have the main issues, but in the top of uh, uh, England. But uh, Romania it's <laughs> on the top list. <laughs> wow, that is not not so good. That's why we started in summer camps. That's why we started some programs in the uh, in the schools and so on, an application. No okay yeah it's big issues here
0: in your research did you find what are the main reasons i don't know top top you know one two three whatever you can you can tell me what are the reasons that kids become yeah. overweight is it the food is it the, a combination yeah of the,
1: the, yes yes uh the main issues my opinion is the parents because uh, kids are doing exactly what parents are doing or saying uh yeah the second one is the food and only the third one is the exercises because about the food is most important it's like uh, 70 70% is most important is the food not the exercises
0: okay okay okay
1: but the main main issue is the parents because parents uh, all don't have the time or it's like a lack of information or they don't know what to do how to do and so on and it just if parents know more information, then the kid will be more healthy and so on.
0: Yeah. Well, this is, this is just perfectly leads up to, you know, um, me asking what is Wello? Uh, why and who should use it?
1: Yeah. Well, Wello is an artificial intelligence platform for overweight kids uh, who can change the way about the changing how to make activities, how to eat and so on. And if you have, like, if uh, your family have issues about overweight, then you can use it. But if you don't have any issues about overweight, uh, you can the same use it. But you just will eat more healthy. We will recommend you more exercises. We will recommend more nutritional facts and so on. But everyone can use it. But the main niche how is to lose the weight uh, in fun way with uh, parents and the kids
0: is it something very is it something familiar or similar sorry is it something similar to having a personal digital nutritionist
1: yes it's kind of yes exactly for example yeah it's more, let me explain how it's working i might it's more will be more easy i think so mm-hmm uh, for example, our application, because uh, ecosystem of Wello, it has more parts. It's application, uh, summer, uh, summer uh, camp, also uh, some programs in the schools. Also, we have recipes uh, separate. Okay, an application, it's divided into two parts. It's for the parents and for the kids. And kids have only the gamification. They have fun. They have some challenges, like activity challenge, to run, to walk, to jump, and so on. Also, we have some games, uh, the games, we, they are learning some uh, nutritional facts. What does mean the apple? What does mean the carrot? How to correct, combine? How to make the healthy plate? And when they are playing and they are making exercises, uh, we are tracking uh, how many uh, steps they are doing, how many calories they are burning, and then we are providing to the parent they, when they are active. And if, if the parent is adding what they're eating in the breakfast, lunch, dinner, we are providing special meal plans for them. And if they have the issues about overweight, they will lose the weight. Wow. Uh, also, we have the gamification for the parents. The same. They have the levels, they have some quizzes, and they need to learn. And after we're, then we're learning, they need to ask the question if they really know this information and so on. Also, we have recipes, also we recommend the restaurants if you don't have the time to uh, to cook home and so on. Wow, that's super this nice. Short, sure. Yeah, it's our description about application.
0: <laughs> no, but that, that, that's super nice because it just makes me think, right? if I would be a parent and I would have a, a boy or a girl or both, right, this app would come exactly between us and would uh, communicate data right about my my children's activity right and based on that yeah that's, exactly. that's what I understand and based on that, I can you know make decisions of what and the app could help me make decisions of what would be the best you know in terms of food and activities to exactly. my children that's amazing I, well that's really nice you know how can uh, how can humans can be augmented right? by technology. Yes. I think this is a, a perfect example of how can technology really help us. And uh, well, definitely it's not only this case, but um, um, you know, this has a very good uh, application. Yes, because
1: it. many parents saying that uh, children will need to stay less on the eye and on the phones and so on. Yeah, I, I agree, but we need to work together that technology is everywhere now in our lives and we need to find solution with technology, not just saying the old school, okay, leave it, and <laughs> we'll be everything, it's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know, it's hard to, to make a decision as a parent, at least this is you know, from my um, friends that already have children, um, we had conversations around, it's hard to take the decision, should I leave my children play with the tablet, right, the most common, or should I not? because they will become addicted right but if i will not let them play with the tablet they will not become digital natives right so you have to choose
1: (laughs) yeah but for example my some friends exactly like you're saying when someone some of them are not uh, give them the tablet and when the kids are seeing any tablet they are like so addictive it's most addictive than other uh, boys uh, or other their children and uh, I think it's like you need to find the, the linear way between them to, and to give and to give and not to give. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. I agree. It's um, fat. I'm, I'm interesting. What would you? One thing that you know you thought would be enough, but it wasn't before starting the world journey. One thing, like for example, I don't know, time, team members, expertise something that you planned before starting this journey of building wellow, but wasn't enough once you started doing.
1: Um, I think the same is information. It's like uh, okay, I, I did a lot of projects before. I, I worked on the Google and so on. I did projects from the beginning. But in the startup area, it's like uh, you need to know more. It's like a business: what to need to do, where to go, to present, and so on, pitching, la 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 la. And if I, for example, if I will start well on now, it will be more easy, and, and I think it will be more, maybe two times, three times faster, uh, will be growing up with a Wellow than it was uh, two and three years ago. I think this is more important.
0: Why do you think it would be two times or three times faster? Is it only because Uh, of the knowledge
1: you gained? Yes, about that knowledge, exactly. And I see, because we started some more projects, for example, like I said, some in our ecosystem about summer school, about uh, summer programs. And it's more easy uh, for us to plan and to do and teach about them than uh, we was before, at the beginning of the well. It's more, more easy.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Maybe we have like, like you said. Maybe we have knowledge exactly to make the right steps, or we are thinking that we are making the right steps, and we are going to the good direction.
0: Yeah. Well, this is very. This is very interesting because um, I find similar answers from other other um, you know friends and you know start, startup founders that they would um, move much faster if they would have the wisdom and the knowledge, the entrepreneurial, uh, mm-hmm. knowledge, you know, and that's one thing that I think, you know, us Eastern Europeans lack, uh, we are a hell of a good engineers and, you know, cracking the problem, but we're not good in terms of, you know, business skills, marketing, sales, um, operations, yeah. you know, scaling and all that part that is maybe 80% <laughs> of the equation. Uh, so we definitely, we're not, uh, um, high performance, uh, you know, in that space, but, um, I would be interested in, 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 in your case with Wello, um, how was your experience in getting product market fit? Was it, was it hard or, uh, how was it?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I think the recipes <laughs> about Wello, uh, when we, we take it, to the European brands, uh, the first year we didn't uh, like many doing now in this. Uh, I think in startup they're doing the first the product, and after they started to make a pitching and to sell this product, we did other side. <laughs> uh, we just made uh, we just made the presentation. I think in just seven hours, uh, it was about the same. The name, the logo, the presentation, a uh, pitching in seven hours. And after we started the first year or nine, nine months, we started just to make the pitching and many uh, uh, conferences and so on. And we uh, started to see if the people are interested or not. And if we will find any support from the other partners or not. And only after one year of so pitching and so on, we started to develop the well. This is was, uh, our recipes about the well. And I think it's more easy was for us because we didn't, because some of, also when we started to make uh, the application, we made uh, interviews with the real mothers and the parents and we saw that they have the same uh, issues or problems that we can solve. And based on their feedbacks, we started to build the application.
0: Awesome. Uh, that's uh, well. You know, the the background of my question was uh, exactly this. This is something that I've done, um, uh, let's say, badly or poor in the in uh, in the past. Uh, I didn't do my market research properly and go to do that customer journey and customer interviews. And that was that is why I was interested. You know, to see if you did do it and you know if it put you on the right track in terms of you know. Okay, we have this validated. Uh, we know what to build now. Let's crack on and see how can we build it and make it a you know su- a, a fun and mm-hmm. cool experience. So that's uh, that's really cool. Um, and uh, so that but I think that's also a validation, right? When you start pitching, you get to see if yeah. uh, you know different stakeholders from the ecosystem or from the business sector starts supporting okay. you or validates. What you are pitching and trying to solve, right? You don't have to go and start uh, cracking industry numbers right away, but you can easily, exactly. you know, go this, this exactly, way. Exactly,
1: exactly. Because we were when we started, it was so general pitch. We did we did, uh, like win presentation we. Doing every, everything in this life, <laughs> like if you want to, but we are cooking or making the cleaning in the house. I think we are doing the same, but with the parents of the kids. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and after our which is like from this one, which I, from the big one, it's smaller and smaller and smaller, and we uh, find the niche. What it's most important, and we I think it's most important for the well. <laughs> yeah, that's, was, that, that's fun, super fun nice. stuff. <laughs>
0: That's super nice. Um, so, that you said that um, you got, uh, you know, European funding from the ERDF uh, arm. Um, how was that entire process, and uh, would you do uh, it again?
1: Uh, yes, uh, we are just ending this August. The fi- we have like a period, but we are ending the project with them. I think it was good part, and like I said, we are. We have put it, for example, well, how it started, the well, when I lose it, the weight and so on. We have put in the grant, like to make application, the general application for adults, for businessmen to lose the weight and so on. And after we are, like I said, about the teaching and so on, we found that we are need to find to help the parents and uh, the kids. Uh, but we have IT company, and uh, because IT company has a profit, it was more easy to take this grant for us and. We, main advance for us that these two and a half years, we was not so stressed about the money like other startups because uh, we see the most of startups, I think 90% of startups have the issues about the financing plan. It's normal, uh, but we was not so stressed about this part. Okay, we have co-financial, like we need to put the same, the money, but it was not so big than... Uh, than other startups like from zero everything
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, if like you're asking if we we will uh, try again I think we will try again uh, some uh, foundation if you have some uh, cool and you think you are a cool <laughs> project I think it will help you a lot because it's like a free money and everyone uh, it's easy with free money and then you can grow on growing up more easy and so on make more projects and so on so smile
0: uh what was the process from a, you know you know the let's say word of mouth in the industry is that european funds are really bureaucratic right was that hard or was it uh not so hard after you stepped into it was it, it was only
1: very, it's what it was very hard because for example uh we uh, like i think we have put it uh, the projects in 2016 uh, and the projects only was accepted in 2017 just above after one year and at the beginning when we started this program they didn't know everything like how, what, what, what information you need to, uh, to send and how information to send and this was so big ping pong between us I'm saying that now it's more easy because everyone we know what you need to do they know what we need to send and so on. It's more easy now, but at that beginning of the program, because you know, every program has like uh, four years programs and if something is changing, they need to see the rules and so on. And it's complicated. The first year was very complicated for me because I am from the private sector. And you know that from the IT private sector, we are more relaxed <laughs> because we don't have so many stress about bureaucratics and about the documents and about, about the papers. And it's most important. I, I saw that uh, we are so not ecological guys now with uh, this one. And, but I'm very happy, like in the last two months, it was changed. Everything it's online, we're sending yeah. by email and so on. It's like for me, wow, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yes, it's, at the beginning, it was very bureaucratical. And uh, yeah, they, they need to change more things. It's to be more digital, they need to be more open, uh, because some of uh, projects... Uh, For example, when we wrote uh, our project, it was about, I send adults. And we're saying, okay, but why the kids? Because we are helping the adults and the kids. But my opinion, if you're taking the grants, you can adapt your idea. And because, for example, marketing four years ago, it was different. Marketing now is different after four years. And it's hard to understand for them, this one. This is main. uh, <laughs> yeah
0: issues. I I I fully understand you and uh, at the same time I agree I mean I mean they I hope they will change from 2021 to 2027 all the european funding that comes from, at least the framework um and just to finish my thought I agree with you um because you know all there were too many parts of an entire business that were way too rigid, right? They had, they wanted to have control on every single one of them, on what you're buying, on what you're spending, on how you're spending, on exactly within that framework that you said you will spend. And, you know, it's really paradox. It's a paradox because it defies business, right? Yes, exactly. Because business is exactly. agile and reinventing and adapting to the market and so on. So it was really weird because, you know, I... from where we stand as business people from the private sector, um, I don't understand how they thought about those frameworks. I understand, uh, let's say, the regulations around around it, that they want to, uh, you know, make sure that there are not a lot of people that are just, um, let's say, filtering that money, (laughs) if I would (laughs) say correctly, right? (laughs) But I think there's a much better way to... um, to make, uh, make checks on that than limiting the business, uh, you know, agility and uh, adaptation.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because, for example, when we started three years ago, you, like a startup, you don't know anything about what you change. Maybe, for example, okay, I want to employ the testers. Okay, maybe in one year, I don't want to employ the testers, but... I need to employ the tester because I have a written in the project that I needed to employ the tester. It's exactly. It's weird. It's very yeah, weird. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so on on the on the one side you have you know European funding, and then one thing um, that I want to ask you is on the other side you just recently joined. And I think you finished already the Google for Startups accelerator.
1: Yeah, you know. we just finished. L- last last this month, uh, last month, last last week. <laughs> uh,
0: so you have two, right, two opposite sides. Um, how was Google for Startups accelerator? How was uh, how was it and what changed along the line?
1: It's it was cool. Um the idea that we did not normally accelerate like for the, for the startups. Uh we Uh, we did like for example um, the idea is that we need to do business model in in Wella and uh, it helped us a lot because we uh, we did uh, did a lot of homework and we need to think uh, in the team what we need to change what we need to rethink and so on and like we have uh, two big Business model because we are doing many things, and we reduce it a lot from the business model, and this will this will help this helped us a lot. But the same, it's from the uh, homework because we have some workshop. Normally, this workshop needed to be in the live, like we needed to go to the Google campus in the Poland. But uh, for me, it was perfect because uh, you didn't spend the time to the travel like. One day and <laughs> one day before and after, yeah. and we have more time uh, to spend on the homework and to find a good business model. And yes, we we finished the last week. The Google Accelerated, and we are stamped by Google Accelerator.
0: <laughs> right, that's very that's very important uh, as a you know um, indicator for when you want to fundraise. You know uh, later yeah. later funds. Um, you know. Once you get the stamp um, validation from a from an accelerator uh, like you know like Google for startups is really important. Um, so okay, so they help you um, shape or reshape the business model. Um, yes. How how how? What was the main thing that you think? Um, they added as an added value did they just put you in a different position to think about the problem or did they just give you new frameworks
1: they didn't give new frameworks but like you said they put in a different position and i think the main goals of any acceleration are mentors because mentors are with their experiences they are helping okay sometimes you didn't need you didn't you don't do not need to listen them but uh, with their experiences you are starting to think ah okay maybe in this direction i can try but maybe it will be failed okay i will try another direction but some of direction you can cut but some of direction they can uh like, uh, propose you and if it's going well or not, and so on. My opinion, this one will help uh, help us. And, like, no, Google have experience about the selling products, about the platforms, and uh, I was really happy that the head of uh, startups in from the Europe say that we have really, really good change in business model. And they said, whoa, (laughs) at the end of the programs. But yes, mentors, my thing is most important in any accelerator, plus homework, because you're starting to thinking and all of the co-founders need to be participated in the acceleration because it's your business.
0: I agree. I fully agree. Okay, that's yeah, really
1: because nice. I saw Yeah, I saw some, for example, some startups that when they're going to accelerate and then they're sending like some guys from the team, but not the co-founders. And it's very weird why they're sending just the employers. But, okay, I'm an employer, let's stay at this course and that's all, that's all.
0: <laughs> you can see, you can see, you know, the strategy behind it. You can see that they just want a stamp from the accelerator. As you know, I've, I've participated yeah. in that accelerator, and they don't want the knowledge and the network and the mentors and everything from that accelerator. So I think it's very it's very transparent when you see founders sending um, just you know regular team members to an accelerator. And it's you no, know, it's impossible to to have all the knowledge of your business. Um, I mean, if sending a person to an accelerator to have your knowledge of a business if you are a CEO. No, you exactly. know everything because you studied, you've read, you've all those parts.
1: Yeah, you, you put in the money, you see the market, you started the idea, and so on. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, Svet, um, I'm going to maybe just um, zoom out a bit from Huello and um, just want to ask you some couple of uh, industry topics um, because I know you are a member of, of CHEPS, right? Center for European Policy Studies for over yes. a year already. And, yes. you know, this, this is something that um, uh, caught my eye. And I just want to ask you, you know, what are some key topics discussed right now in that think tank uh, about the agri-food sector?
1: Yeah, here we're discussing and we are proposing, uh, like, uh, reports the uh, EU uh, about the... Uh, everything it's like from the making the food to the uh, customers like who is consuming the nutritional and so on and it's about how to optimize with artificial intelligence systems and so on and it's really interesting because uh, it's from the like i said agri food from the waste of food from the nutrition from the customers growing up well everything and how europe can uh, be more ecological and be more more profitable in this direction, and so on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's interesting. It's like very close to the well because we have the end part, who is not not end part. End part is we're wasting food, <laughs> but uh, the the less of end part who is consuming the the food. Yeah, but it, it is it's interesting about and the most interesting thing that uh, participating many peoples. Uh, from the big companies like a Microsoft, uh, many universities, and so on. And it's interesting. Uh, uh, okay. And anything, uh, anyone have uh, like, uh, anyone have uh, op- opinion and experience why not, what is working, what is not working, and so on. Okay.
0: So I guess, um, I guess there are discussions around, um, you know if I understood correctly, digitizing the entire supply chain when it comes to agri-food.
1: Yes, and and applying artificial intelligence system to be more automatically without human interface and so on.
0: Nice. Um, You know, the reason why I ask you this is because I've seen so many um, funding lines from the European Union um, that are, you know, directed into agri-food and uh, health tech, not health tech, but more agri-food, sector so you know um and I think with the you know current uh, global pandemic and lockdown that was even more um pushed for having more funds into that um into that sector so yeah I'm happy about it we definitely need it so um hopefully we're gonna have good news from that um cool
1: yeah it's interesting because as uh, I'm thinking now from the same from discussion the Pollution from the world, it's most biggest now is the food, not the cars or oil uh, uh, stuff. Yeah, it's our future. We need to solve this one because it's food, and we are the same. We are just seven billions now, but <laughs> like in two years, oh, I don't know, 10, 10 years will be maybe 10 billions, and it's a lot of people.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know about the statistic, uh, not necessarily the, the numbers around uh, the fact that, um, you know, uh, food is the main source, not the main source, the main, let's say, problem that uh, we have a global climate problem. So hopefully, we're going to we're gonna solve that in the upcoming years. And uh, I really think that the agri-food sector has to be more, I think the right word is decentralized. Uh, you cannot have mass productions. I mean, you have to put that entire production into more uh, small groups and, you know, bring back organic self-grown stuff or at least yeah. local somewhere. Yeah, and
1: yes, exactly. And where's the food we need to solve because where a lot of waste of food is going yeah. nowhere and so on. Yeah, we have many issues about the food from the beginning to the end of the food. Yes. Yeah.
0: One of my friends was just saying that um, they they saw in in stores... Solutions that uh, are meant to wash your vegetables from the wax on the vegetable. yeah
1: yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, and you, if you see here in Cluj, I, I didn't use it, but uh, yes, when you're going to carry food, for example, the same you hear the big one, this one, bottles, uh, exactly about the to, to wash the vegetables or fruits from the wax, yes,
0: that's just crazy. I mean, that's for me, it's like a total no like if you would ask me if if you you would ask me you know would you agree to do this to you know to do to to cover the vegetables in wax in order to xyz exactly. my answer would be total no right
1: i mean yeah exactly it's not and from our generation i think what we are was from the, our grandmother and grandfather when you're going to the tree and taking the apple or tra- taking anything from the tree or from the garden it's yeah. like what how it's possible to be this kind of things to have low uh, x and yeah. when you see that it have any bugs inside then now it's more <laughs> it's it's more gold now if you have any bugs inside then you know that Okay, outside maybe can't have any uh, wax. Exactly, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's uh, for me. That's the indicator that it's not uh, organic. If it hasn't have any, you know, bugs or something, it means that it's. Yeah. It just exactly. It must have some kind of chemical in it so that it, you know, repels bugs and you know bugs don't yeah. want it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's no nutritional way. effect in that apple when <laughs> the bugs don't want it. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh,
0: uh, Svet we we talked a couple of minutes uh, ago about um, how you know there's this journey of building well thought you know you you had so many experiences that you gained so much information and wisdom around what to you know what to do from a business perspective what to do from a marketing perspective and you know from with that knowledge that you would do Twice or three times faster the things right now. If he do, he would do it again, um, but I'm I'm interested to find out your thoughts on, you know, how can Eastern European entrepreneurs build more confidence and knowledge in the business management? What do you think they should do, uh, more or faster?
1: Hmm. I think uh, it it helps a lot, like to see tutorials to read the books and so on it helped me many things about this one Uh, because the same you taking some part of information and you can adapt in your company and to make uh, project management or business management in the company Uh, yeah if you have a good mentors it will be amazing Mm -hmm. but like you said in um, you need I don't know, in Romania, don't exist. For example, I like it a lot in Dubai. Um, they have uh, like a business meeting, simple business meeting, friendly business meetings, each, for example, each Friday, and they're sharing, sharing their knowledge. And they sh- also, they're sharing their projects and they're working together. And here in Romania, we don't have these ones. But if we will have this, when we'll meet new people and we will maybe have share some experience between us like what what we what we fail what is working for us and so on yeah yeah this one i think yeah maybe awesome.
0: uh, uh, you know more masterminds would be exactly uh, better yeah. to have do you think do you think you you mentioned uh, uh coaches or mentors do you think we should have more coaches and mentors do right do you
1: I think yes, because many yes, but I understanding that the mentors or coaches that the important that the coaches that don't have any experience, for my opinion, they are not the coaches. That if they don't fail or they don't have any success, it's it's not the coach. It's just simple. He reads the books and he know like in the university we need to do this one and this one and this one. But the mentors that have experience, they may be CEO, CTO, or whatever experience they have. uh... If they are good, they don't have the time. <laughs> the <laughs> mentors <laughs> it's, it's weird. And I understand this exactly, this one yeah. because yes, exactly. I am saying when, when we have no projects, yeah the same. I need to like to have equilibration between the family and the business, to spend the time with the family, to spend time more with the business. And yeah. Time yeah. is, is like gold today to have.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. I agree that I've seen it. Um, uh, me reaching out to different, uh, you know, more skilled entrepreneurs and asking them for, for their time and, uh, you know, I've had my uh, nose in the past just because of the simple fact, look, I, I really would like to help you, but there's no time for me to dedicate and, and it's not, you know, it's not personal. I don't have any mentees. Um, so, it's not about you, but I really don't have the time, so yeah, I understand. Um, but what about funding? Do you think we need more funding in Eastern Europe, or do we have enough for now?
1: My opinion, we don't have any, enough, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> about the funding, you can say, uh, anytime we have any, uh, not enough. Yeah, if maybe from perspective for startups, if we have more acceleration, more funding, like VCs or Business Angels, then more and more projects from, the, for example, from Eastern Europe or from the Romania will be growing up because some of ideas just simple dies before anything. Just just idea. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Okay. I, I think we need to have, like we have like now two big VCs only in Romania and one smaller, but uh, my opinion is not enough.
0: Yeah. This is me doing customer, you know, interviews and customer join, journeys, uh, you know, asking um, sometimes not all my guests on the tech talk um, if we need more funding, because I do believe as well that we need more funding in, uh, in, in Eastern Europe and, you know, specifically now in Romania, just to spice up the market, right, to build more competition, right? Because if you exactly. build competition, then you fund more startups, you're not so, let's say um, picky when you want to invest, exactly. right? Exactly. And you give exactly. more chances to the startups because, you know, there's plenty, there's plenty of money and there's plenty of funding. And, um, you never know what can happen with a ticket of, you know, 25, 50 K 75 K, which is not a lot, right? Exactly. exactly. It's, a exactly. Six months, it's a six months burn rate or 12 months the most. And uh, you know, with proper mentors, like we said, and uh, acceleration, you really you could really get maybe you know a really cool startup, a really cool business out of it. Um,
1: yes, that- and some of them exactly. What like you're saying, they're going to accelerate. They want we, they want to participate to acceleration. Maybe they have some money in the background, but. Uh, they didn't was accepted and okay okay whatever this startup can be died in just one year something like this
0: yeah 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 um i came to my final question questions Fred, and uh, you know i just want to ask you mm-hmm. what is next for wello you know you just finished uh, the european grand you're closing it in august like you said what are the next steps for wello
1: the next steps will. We are launching now the final version of the application in this summer, in, in July. uh Like we we launch it in the last, at the end of the last year, the beta, and we have like ten thousand of uh, installs. Also, we have a good uh, percent of uh, using her application. And the final version will launch this July. And the next step about this one, we will. Run about the investment. <laughs> the next, <laughs> the next big step for us is this. This one will will be investment, to, like to growing up the next two, two years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is well, main main goal. Also uh... working, also working with uh, some partners. We are discussing with some partners to make some pilots and so on. And Maybe we will see. We are also uh, working with the government and to see maybe well on some programs
0: in the schools oh nice oh nice but uh, you know um, like you said traction and um, funding goes hand in hand
1: yeah exactly exactly, (laughs) so
0: focusing on traction you know then funding should be uh, not easy but smoother maybe Um, so yeah i wish you good luck and uh, you know much success with it thank you Svet, thank you very much for um, joining Tech Talk and having a conversation about Wello and what your guys doing over there. Um, like you. I said, I wish you good luck with the funding.
1: Thank and
0: uh, uh, hope we're, hopefully we're going to uh, catch up later on uh, after you fundraise, right? And uh, uh,
1: Yeah, well, maybe we have like, a, you have a talk about the fund. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much and uh, have a great day. Thank you. The same. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe, share, and review our podcast because the voice of our community keeps us going forward. Find more episodes and discover different perspectives about tech and business and in our daily life. Thank you.